Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. This is your co-host, Carlene, and I'm here with Jill Dunn. Hi, Jill. Hey, Carlene. Hey, everyone. So it's February, and we have the love episode for you on deck today. Of course, we have Valentine's Day coming up. There's so much romance in the air. There's Black History Month. There's Super Bowl coming, New York Fashion Week. There is like we're stacked for February. Oh, thank God. There's stuff to look at. Don't forget the Olympics are happening right now, too. Oh, yeah. Who could forget? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be diving into a lot of this today. And my husband is making a cameo at the end of today's episode. So if you've ever been curious about the mysterious Kevin, we're having a menage a deux a little bit later <laughs> in the show. Jill actually didn't join us. Jill, you were at a little Galentine's retreat this weekend. Am I right? Yeah, I had a little hangout with some girlfriends. We rented a little house on, you know, up north and it was beautiful. Lots of nice walks. And I was joking with them before we left. I was like, I'm a little nervous. Will I remember how to socialize? Because I just haven't socialized in so long. Right. But yes, it was lovely. And there was lots of food and lots of wine and you know, some TV binging happening. So it was great. Great to get away. I love it. I love the little winter getaways. I have a few coming up. I actually bought my first pair of Uggs this weekend, believe it or not. Talk about late to the party. But I was like, which ones? Oh, just the classics. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I'm going to be going away to these little gals retreats, I need like you have to have the wardrobe that goes with it, right? Yeah. Well, I have my Ugg winter boots. If anybody's looking for a warm winter outdoor walking pair of boots, I have the Ugg Adirondack boots and they're my toes are always toasty. It's so good. And they're waterproof and they go up to like mid-calf. I'm sure a lot of people know what I'm talking about. They're just not super good if it's icy out, doesn't have like good grips really. Yeah. But if you're like crunching around on the snow, your feet are never cold. That's the best. Yeah. Give me those outdoor slippers. So So where should we start? I think we should start with a little bit of news of what's been going on in the beauty industry. I definitely want to shout out one of our favorite guests, Sharon Shooter. If Mm -hmm. you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and have a listen. She's such a thought leader in this space and she's slaying Mm -hmm. the game again this month with the 2.0 version of the Make It Black campaign that she started last year. So this is a campaign that aims to shift perceptions around 
the word black and negative connotations around just that word by celebrating mm-hmm. the beauty of blackness. So here mm-hmm. she's kind of challenging racial linguistics. And mm-hmm. that's what I love about Sharon is just like going out of the box, challenging the industry. And so she's enlisted other beauty brands. In addition to Oma Beauty, MAC Cosmetics, Morphe, Mented, Elf Cosmetics, Flower Beauty, they've all created these beautiful limited edition all black packaging for these like iconic products. This all goes toward the Pull Up for Change Impact Fund, which just as a reminder, provides funding for emerging black founders. So it in a way is supporting black owned businesses through these bigger companies. Love to see it. And I love how Kanye, of course, Kanye is so problematic on so many levels, but he's all about the rebranding too, if you will. Like he posted Mm -hmm. on his Instagram that this is like, he's like tired of Black History Month. He's like, this is now Black Future Month. And Mm. so that's what Dave Chappelle put on his his Instagram too, kind of just like changing that narrative. And I think it's really cool. And something else I noticed that caught my eye headline this month was Ulta Beauty is really once again, being a big leader in the retail space for Mm -hmm. um, supporting BIPOC brands. And they actually just invested 50 million additional dollars just for this year. And it's what they call the DEI initiatives, which is diversity, equity, and inclusive initiatives for 2022. So they still have Tracy Ellis Ross spearheading a lot of these initiatives and uh, kind of acting as a consultant, I guess. She's a DEI advisor is the official word. And so they're really just, what I appreciate about what they're doing is, yes, they're getting those brands on the shelf, but they're also investing in media to promote these brands in store. It's not enough to just stock them. I think you need that 360 Mm -hmm. experience. So they're investing eight and a half million of those dollars in brand marketing. And they have this whole program called Muse, which is magnify, uplift, support, and empower. Mm -hmm. So I just think that they're really leading the charge and they are just killing it. They are really becoming one of the more premium, I think, destinations for shopping for beauty. And they're just, I think, really crushing it and leading the space in so many ways. Totally agree. They're becoming a real power player and just having a point of view. And I think that's so important for any brand these days. It's It's not enough to just exist as like a convenience type of a store for beauty if you will. It's like, what do you stand for? And they're going even that one step further within their stores in terms of their continuing to create bias-free education. So not only are they like giving voice to brands and creating space for them and amplifying them with marketing, they're also, you know, teaching the people who work in the store to serve customers of color in a bias-free way. And I just think all of that is game-changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think addressing and sort of re-educating about the bias is so important. And on that note, there is a new podcast that I want to welcome into the space, the beauty space. It's by the influencer Brie Hall. She just launched Count to 10 podcast. And actually, her first episode talks about this issue of hair discrimination and colorism mm-hmm. like in the workplace. And so, you know, she's sort of a lifestyle influencer, but tackles like social justice and sexuality and ableism and fashion all the things. It's called Count to 10 Podcast. We'll link to that in our show notes for sure. Welcome, Brie, to the beauty podcasting world. I love it. (laughs) 
hold that thought. Want to show some love for one of our show partners, The Way. So you know I adore The Way's hair care products. The Detox Shampoo, it's my Sunday shower staple. I use it every single week. It's kind of like a reset for my oily roots, gets rid of product residue, and I get like mega volume from it. And that's why I was excited to try The Way's body care products. I'd never tried any of them before. They recently dropped two brand new ones, The Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser and The Way Melrose Place Body Creme. And both of these products are inspired by their best-selling fragrance, Melrose Place. The scent itself, it's very soft. It's a velvety mix of rose, jasmine, and sandalwood. It's kind of like an addictive quality to it, and it lingers beautifully on the skin, but it's not overpowering either. So the body care products have been saviors for my winter-weary skin. The body cleanser was love at first lather. I find it was very hydrating. It's got rosehip oil in there and jojoba oil makes the shower feel like a spa. And then the body creme, it comes in this tub and the texture itself is almost like a whipped butter. It's very silky, very soft. It's got squalene in there, coconut oil, cupacao butter, and a little goes a long way. I find when I put it on my skin, it gives this beautiful glow and sheen, but it's not greasy. I can get dressed right away. So that's important. And the cherry on top with the whey products is that the packaging, it all has this low-key luxury vibe and it just looks hashtag damn good on my vanity. So very exciting news. The Way has an exclusive offer just for our Breaking Beauty listeners. Experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Creme and the Melrose Place Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to theway.com and use code BEAUTY. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BEAUTY to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com. Once again, that's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code beauty. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's chat. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. So Jill, love is in the air. You know, we talked about it, whether it's Valentine's Day. I don't know what is going on. There's so many pregnancies. I'm sure you clocked it. You're always, you know, down the celebrity rabbit hole. Yes. Well, Kylie and Travis Scott just announced the safe arrival of their baby boy. It was on 2-2-22. So last week, I'm sure that was by design. And so no name as of yet, as of time of recording. So that's fascinating. Obviously, the Rihanna photo, paparazzi style Mm -hmm. photo shoot announcing her and ASAP Rocky's baby news was just like the pop shots heard around the world. Like I felt like I was back in 2005 again. It was fantastic. You know, Emily Weiss has said she's expecting and there's just so many. I feel like Haley Bieber will be next with the baby bump, but that's my own yeah. guess on that. Yeah. She's got to birth that beauty brand first, you know? Totally. Totally. Birth Road that beauty. and then the real baby later. <laughs> but I want to tell you really quickly about while we're talking about love is in the air. When I was away from my Galentine's weekend, we binged watched the first three episodes of Pam and Tommy, which is that dramatized miniseries. It's actually on Hulu. And it's all about that salacious sex tape that leaked in the 90s featuring Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. And interestingly, though, neither Tommy Lee nor Pamela Anderson is involved in this miniseries project. But it was Mm -hmm. about the story of how their sex tape got distributed. And it's 
campy times a million. Like I can't really decide if I like it or not, but I will probably mm-hmm. still keep watching it. But regardless of what you think of the show, the hair and the makeup and the special effects makeup in this show is absolutely insane. Yeah. Lily James is playing Pamela Anderson and it is like dead ringer for what she looked like. I saw the photos. The transformation is unbelievable. Yeah. And by the way, if any inquiring minds are out there, I did Google if the breasts that they show on camera are real or prosthetic and they are a prosthetic, but you cannot even tell like you would swear they were her, you know, fake breasts. It's Mm. wild. Yeah, they just absolutely killed it. And I'm not sure. Yeah, like I said, how I feel about it. If you guys have seen it, let me know. There's some parts that you have to turn away. It's a bit just crass. They literally have Tommy Lee's prosthetic penis talking and animated at certain points. I was like, is this sausage party or what am I watching? But anyway, a little side story from that, Carlene, is when I worked Uh my first job at El Canada magazine, our advice columnist at the time was Pamela Anderson. And people always said, did she actually write the responses? There's no way. I am here to tell you she wrote them because I... One of my jobs as a lowly editorial assistant was I would obtain them off the fax machine. Of course, they were always so late coming in. A handwritten, handwritten? handwritten answers to the Ask Pam column. And people like really, I think she took it really seriously, to be honest with you. And it was really popular, that column. Well, honestly, I think just going back to the transformation with Lily James, like, just last week, we were talking about the power of eyebrows when we talked mm-hmm. to Christy Stryker on the show. And I think a huge part of the transformation was those iconic, super thin eyebrows. Like that's, to me, what makes Lily James look completely different and makes her look yeah. just like Pamela Anderson. It's quite amazing, you know? Yeah, and the frosted kind of lipstick as well was also mm-hmm. so iconic. And, right. you know, there was one other aspect of, the hair extensions game was so bad back yep. then. And it's just come such a long way. It's it was it's definitely fascinating too, to yep. look at. But, Absolutely. you know, they, it, it, they just captured the cultural zeitgeist at that moment. So it's kind of fun to revisit it all. Yeah. You know, speaking of makeup, there's a ton of new launches for February. We're starting to see some of the spring launches, but mostly it's all of these Valentine's Day collections. and. Kylie Cosmetics, I'm sure you heard that the Valentine's collection, it kind of created some little bit of controversy, picked up some dust. It did. I mean, if you want to explain it, I I do have some things to say about it. She, first of all, was accused of recycling the same old stuff. So a lot of the, you know, Kylie stands are like, I've seen these shades before, whether you're talking Mm -hmm. about the lip gloss or the eye palettes. It's the same stuff coming up again and again in different packaging. And some people were saying, you know what? This is actually just wasteful. This is now in like advent calendar territory. It's just unnecessary. And the other thing that happened was people who are fans of Trixie Mattel had said like these heart-shaped lip glosses are dupes of that. And there's like some copying infringement going on. So, and Kylie's been accused of that in the past. And then people started saying the whole brand's going downhill. So yeah, it was like a big dust up on social. That's interesting. I mean, if you want to talk about Mac, Mac did it first, the repackaging of all the old colors. Like you and I both thought that they 
were famous for dressing up their iconic shades in new packaging in partnership with a Disney movie or a villain mm-hmm. movie. It's like, right. But people are just so much more in tune, I think, with Kylie. It's such a social media brand first. They're just not accepting of that anymore. And they mm-hmm. will call it out as wasteful. And I'm sure other brands are taking note of that. And yeah, that's just the news flashes is, is a lot of these you know, limited edition collections are just dressed up in new packaging to sell the same, sell the same hues. Absolutely. Absolutely. Colourpop is famous for that as well. So, you know, uh, I don't think she's alone. And I saw a few bloggers, YouTubers talking about how that Trixie, Trixie packaging with a heart-shaped lip gloss tube, apparently that's just kind of Uh, You can go to almost any factory and get that. So it wasn't just Mm -hmm. that Trixie created the mold and it came out. So maybe it was just a good way for Trixie to get in the news. I'm not really sure, but Mm. it probably did Trixie some favors. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying is that, you know, at least with an advent calendar, you know, people, in my opinion, do buy those for other people. Yeah. And because you get those little small testers, it is a way of trying things without buying the full size. So I don't know. I kind of feel like there's some that has more merit to it than these Valentine's Pal. Like what partner out there is buying somebody a Valentine's Day palette or lip glosses or, you know, blushes or whatever for Valentine's Day? Is that really happening? I think it is. I think it is. I really? Think it's Yes, I think if it's like your college boyfriend, he better be getting you something that's very Instagram worthy or that you can show on TikTok. And there's also a whole other market for this stuff, which is like moms and dads buying this stuff for their daughter. There's like whole photo shoots around, you know, like the whole family and like heart shaped pajamas and like, you know, like there is a whole culture around that. Oh my God, this is so not, I guess the way that I grew up where it's like you get Well, I didn't. I certainly heart. didn't either. I certainly <laughs> did not, but I wouldn't have turned it down. Yeah. Either, yeah. you know, I, I, don't I would know. have been. I, and just, I think it's like, don't buy me a dozen roses, babe. But I hint, hint, I'd really love this thing from Kylie. Not entirely sure. Okay. But. Well, I guess they must be selling because otherwise they wouldn't be launching them every year. But to me, I'm just like, I don't know who would buy somebody <laughs> else a heart like eyeshadow palette as a romantic gesture. Fragrance, yeah. I can get behind. Like yeah, I, yeah. that can stay, you know? And I do think that there is one fragrance out there that feels kind of new and different. Because again, I feel like with the rose and it, it can get a bit recycled, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I'm holding here in this beautiful red bottle, it's the Numero uh, de Chanel Low Rouge. Wearing it right now. I'm loving this. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I got to try everything. And full disclosure, Chanel has been a show partner of ours over the last month or so. And obviously so grateful for their support. But this particular fragrance mention is not sponsored, but go ahead, Carlene. Yeah, no, it's not sponsored, but we did receive the whole collection. And Mm -hmm. I think what's kind of newsworthy and different about it, so they're calling this a revitalizing fragrance mist. It's infused with red camellia extract and camellia water. So you're meant to apply it like often throughout the day. It's kind of more like a refresher. And Mm. um, so for somebody like me, and I've been open about this on the show before, I can find a lot of fragrances to be quite overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So if you're like a hardcore fragrance wearer, you're going to be like, oh, this wears off too quickly. 
and I'm not really into it. But if you like something that feels like a second skin and you won't feel overwhelmed by the scent, speaking of myself, this is it. And I think the other thing that's cool about it is unlike a lot of more commercial scents, you can smell the individual notes more. And that's also the type of fragrance that I gravitate toward. I've talked about this before, like more of those sola flore, like single note fragrances. So you can really smell the rose in this one. And it's got this like berry dry down to it. It's pretty cool. And then of course, it's their first sustainable line. So I think that's really cool too. Everything's 97% natural ingredients and all that. So it's very different. This was pretty groundbreaking when it launched earlier. I love the lip and cheek balms that they came out with. Absolutely love those. If somebody wants to give me one of those for Valentine's Day, like I'm all about it. You take it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the whole thing skews younger. And I think that's what's Mm -hmm. interesting is this rethinking, like obviously the Chanel consumers getting older. And so it actually says on the website, you can layer this. You can layer it with other scents. And I think that's so cool. And so like young thinking. And then again, the fact that they disposed of like the cellophane wrap. You're not going to find one of those fold out things inside that, you know, folds out into like 16 different pages. Like they got rid of the excess waste. The cap is made of like, I don't know what it is, some bio, you know, reused materials. So they're really kind of getting with the program. Yeah, you scan a QR code instead of all of those little leaflets and things to understand more about the product, which I think is very forward thinking. And even though this is sustainable and 97% natural, you will not find the word clean in any of their materials, which I find to be very refreshing. And I think says Mm -hmm. a lot about the way forward in this particular space. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just a sign of them kind of getting to just becoming more modern, you know? I think Carl would have approved of this scent. I really do. Yes, absolutely. This episode is brought to you in part by Redecor. So as many of you might know, I love interior design. If I weren't elbows deep in the beauty world, I feel quite sure that I'd be out there decorating somebody's home right now. And I get so excited about decorating my own house. We did a little renovation in recent months, and sometimes I actually can't sleep because I'm literally playing with layouts in my head. That's why I'm just a little bit obsessed with Redecor. It's an interior decorating mobile game that's so much fun to play. You basically are given a budget and given a challenge to decorate a room using select materials for flooring, window decor, bedding, the works, and you can unlock more and more options the better you get. There is a huge range of challenges and surprisingly modern interiors with very different architectural vibes to them. So I never get bored. And I love to test my own creativity to see if I can land in one of those top three positions. I love voting on other people's designs too when I get to play judge and jury. It's just a fun little thing to do on the weekends when I'm winding down, when I don't want to think about politics or what I'm making my kids for dinner. It's a creative outlet that's just for moi. So practice your interior design skills and express your creativity with Redecor. Download Redecor for free on the App Store or Google Play Store. That's R-E-D-E-C-O-R on the App Store or Google Play Store. And now back to today's episode. You know who else is kind of getting more modern and open-minded is Sephora. Ooh. I mean, I think we have to talk about the fact that Sephora sells dildos now. 
Yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we clocked this trend. This was part of our trend mm-hmm. report back in January when we talked to Jessica Cruel, who's the editor-in-chief of Allure. And we sort of did an overarching forecast for this year. But one of the things that was on our radar is that, you know, sex toys and sex as wellness is just going to become way more mainstream. And sure enough, in the month of February, Sephora, they've launched Dame products, mm. which are a line of vibrators and sex toys and arousal products. And they also launched Mode, which is spelled M-A-U-D-E. And that is co-created with Dakota Johnson of, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey fame. So both of those you can buy now with your uh, insider points. So I think that's fantastic. And the high design of all of these new brands that are coming to the market They're just very Instagram Mm -hmm. friendly. And I think that helps entice a more traditional retailer to look at this space and look at how they could grow it. Yeah. So have you tried it, Jill? So last year (laughs) I did try Dame, one of their sex toys. Let me tell you, it works. I can give that seal of (laughs) approval. I think, you know, I think what's the most interesting thing about that is that what they've said is that they want to take the whole sexual wellness the concept of it out of the back doors, you know, behind yes, exactly. the curtain where it was kind of, you know, when it's in that dark place, it feels wrong. Yeah. Right. So that's why they were like, we want to put it out there and normalize it and make it so it feels okay. And you can ask questions and you can get educated. And so that's why they align themselves with the world of beauty. Yes. Not so much that it's going to do great things for your skin, although I'm sure that it does. So <laughs> I thought that was very clever new ways of thinking. So speaking of love being in the air, we have a very special guest joining us today, and that is Carlene's husband, Kevin Gregoire. And (laughs) uh, true story, a little behind the scenes here, is we had another guest lined up for this week's episode, and that guest couldn't make it. Very last minute notice. So Kevin was kind enough to throw on the headphones, get in front of the mic, and in honor of Valentine's Day, have a chat with Carlene, his lovely wife. Like how many years have you guys been together at this point? Oh my gosh, we've been married. It'll be 15 years this year. And we've been together for probably 17 years. And, you know, he's not going to be able to give the good hair advice that we were originally (laughs) going to deliver today. But... You know, we do get a lot of questions about the best grooming products and Mm -hmm. products for like the bra in your life. And so you are going to get some of his recommendations up ahead. I hear it. Mm -hmm. I think that's worthwhile. You're also going to hear about his thoughts on plastic surgery and fillers for anyone who might care. And we're going to close it out with who he thinks we should interview next, Jill. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited to hear it. And thanks to Kevin for being such a good sport in doing this when I was away and our guest was not able to make it. So we really do appreciate his time. And I think you guys will have fun listening to this. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health more energy, and I'm not great at taking a load of supplement pills on a regular basis. I'm lazy slash busy in case you forgot. So taking one scoop of AG1 in my water is now an essential part of my fitness routine. It's right there next to my weights and my workout mat in the mornings. 
I enjoy it instead of plain water because first of all, I find it really refreshing. It's got this mild tropical flavor to it. It's like a dark green color, like a green juice. In just one scoop of Athletic Greens, I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help start my day right, and I don't even need a blender. This particular blend, it's designed to support gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And I notice right away my digestion gets a boost and I feel better knowing I'm getting everything in just one shot. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And if you're taking it daily, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's probably cheaper than a cold brew habit. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. I love those with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash beauty. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash beauty to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're going to link to this offer on our blog and in our show notes. All right, Kev, did you ever think this day would come and you would be a guest on Breaking Beauty Podcast? Never in my wildest (laughs) dreams or imagination. So any potential future guests, this is what happens when you bail on an interview within two hours of it happening is our listeners have to put up with my husband, not put up with, sorry, that's That's the wrong word. That's okay. My listeners get to be introduced to my husband. And so this is Kevin. And Kevin, tell them a bit about what you do. I'm in corporate finance. Uh-huh. I basically make spreadsheets all day. Yes, it's true. I've often had to try to explain what you do. And I say he makes spreadsheets. But now that we've been working from home together for two years, I also often say he talks on the phone all day because you do talk on the phone all day. Yeah, we do. Spreadsheets, they don't build themselves. It's a <laughs> team effort. <laughs> sure. Okay. What else might they want to know about you? Okay, you are a sports fanatic. I wouldn't say fanatic, but I do watch a lot of sports. I would I would say the Edmonton Oilers are my favorite team. I would sacrifice all my other favorite teams losing forever for one more Stanley Cup from the Oilers. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I know that you do like football and the Bills lost, so are you still going to watch the Super Bowl? Yes. On the weekend. Yes, and I'm going for the underdog. And I'm actually really looking forward to the halftime show this year. Me too. That's all I want to watch. (laughs) That trailer that you showed. So Kevin showed me the trailer. And of course, it's Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and Eminem and Mary J. Blige. And like, they're all getting together. But it's all these throwback people. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it it feels like we're back in university. Yeah. I love this. I like, I am definitely staying tuned for that. I'm so excited actually. And I think the thing that's interesting though, in the 15 years we've been married is that you were such like, not a small town boy, but like an Ottawa kind of Edmonton guy, just like sporty, 
but you have like very expensive taste now. Have you noticed that about yourself? You've come a long way. I think you you rub off on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because now it's like with our furniture, you will not buy a reproduction. You will not hesitate to buy like really expensive art. I love this about you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the sticker shock has gone away. But I think since this is coming out close to Valentine's Day, we have to tell people how we met. Oh, do you want me to start? It was at a bar. It was getting close to last call. Mm -hmm. And I noticed you because you had a blonde streak in your hair. I had dark you hair. You had dark hair and you had this blonde streak. And I was like, wow, I, you know, maybe I should go up to, to buy you a drink. And, you know, my friends talked me into it. And I walked up to you and offered to buy you a drink. And you looked me up and down. Yeah. And, and you said, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I lied because my buddies were a few years older. Yeah. And you said, blew some smoke in my face and said, I'll have two because it was last call. <laughs> oh boy, the picture we paint. Yeah, good old uh, Thunderbolt. I remember when you picked me up for our first date, which you always say I was super late coming downstairs for. I was getting ready, I suppose. You were like red right away. You were blushing. <laughs> All I did, we just said hello and you, your face was bright red. Yeah, yeah they still don't make a, a cream to hide that, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we could have camouflaged that level of red. But yeah, you were like very shy and you've come a long way that way too. You're not so shy anymore, I wouldn't say. I still turn red. I yeah? still turn red quite a bit. But uh, no, you just looked really good and I was Aww. nervous. <laughs> Aww, what a sweetheart. But it's funny, like all these years later, I know, I know obviously this about you by now, but you are into brunettes. Like you really like brunettes. Whenever we talk, like who are some of the celebrities? We've talked about this. Like who would be on your hit list? Uh, Eva Mendez, probably number one. Likewise. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I can't remember names right now. You were always super into Jennifer oh, Garner. Oh, Jennifer Gardner back in the day. Yeah. When yeah. she was on that, had her own TV show and was kicking butt all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that he just said Jennifer Gardner. Just let it slide, guys. Let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> it's Garner, but that's okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's turning red now. Yeah. But you always really liked these like wholesome brunette type of girls. I wouldn't say wholesome. Well, yeah. That's sure. true. That's true. Eva Mendez is. What was that? We own the night. We own the night. That yeah. scene where she's walking down the hallway. It's like, I just, it just doesn't get hotter than that. But I'm not a brunette anymore. I'm a blonde. Pretty yeah, much. It's, it's a darker blonde. It's a yeah, darker blonde. Yeah, I've kind of gone to, there was a time I was like very blonde. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know if you liked that. No, it suits you. you. It suits you. You're used to it now? I'm used to it now. Okay. Yeah. Maybe one day go back just for fun. You know what? You know this about me. I'm like 70 to 80% gray under here now. So I really couldn't maintain the brunette. It was, it just was not, it was like that skunk look, but not in a cool maybe, way. Maybe anymore. for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> now on this topic of what you think about beauty standards and ideals and stuff, what are your thoughts on cosmetic surgery? Don't like it. Why? Any of it. I don't know. I just think of Joan Rivers. Like, I don't know. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like you think about people who look very done when you think about Botox or fillers, right? Yeah. They can't smile anymore. Their lips are really big and it looks like they got in a fight. Yeah. Like, it just looks so unnatural. Like it looks yeah. 
it's not, I don't find it attractive at all. Okay. But if the work, because it's come a long way, if the work was really good and it was very subtle, like, for example, like Eva Mendez, there's no way that she hasn't gotten Botox by this age, by by this time. So if it's subtle, are you cool with it then? Like if it's sort of indetectable? Yeah, if it's indetectable. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I really want to have eyelid surgery for real. I do. I can never say this word, but it's blepharoplasty. I have to write that down. This will cost upwards of $5,000. Are you going to okay this for me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I have this sleepy eye and it bothers me. I don't notice it at all. But I do. And especially when I'm tired, it looks, I get really cyclopsy and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I've never noticed it. I don't know. Never. I don't, never. My mom's noticed it. Well, your mom notices when you gain two pounds, so. Yeah, but I notice it and I hope you don't mind. I'm going to have to pull it from our savings because it does bother (laughs) me and I will be, I'll probably have to go away to like Arizona to a spa for two weeks because I'm going to have like black eyes. But don't you do podcasts, not TV? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I guess I can walk around with very large glasses for one week, but yeah. So what's the best part of being married to a beauty editor? Am I allowed to say the free stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the free stuff, the unlimited supply of Kiehl's oh, face yeah. cream. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He let it slip his favorite already. We're going to get into his grooming favorites in just a little bit. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Mostly the free stuff. Your, I like your schedule. I don't know what else. What about the trips? We've oh, the trips epic, are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've slowed down, but the pre- we've had some good times on yeah. those trips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tokyo was amazing. Absolutely amazing. We left the kids at home, guys, and it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. I drove the go-kart through the city. <laughs> yeah, he did. He dressed up like Super Mario. You can only do that in Japan as far as I know. Yeah. Drink Japanese beer. Uh, that was a good time. Where else did we go on London, London, Paris, Paris, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Those have been good times. Okay. This is going to be a tough question. You're going to have to dust off some cobwebs, but what's the best beauty product I've ever given you that was sort of like life-changing? Because I know when we first met and for many years, I didn't push anything on you. So it was very, you said this, you were like, I'm a head and shoulders, Irish spring guy. Spectro gel. Spectro gel (laughs) guy. Yeah. And that was like your routine for years. Yeah, I would say the Kiehl's because when I find something that is really good and I was, it's not cheap, right? Like yeah. It is expensive from my old yeah. taste, but it's something that I use every day. The moisturizer with SPF because, you know, I'm a guy and I don't always put sunscreen on. And, you know, when I have this, I know, you know, if I know I'm going to be outside, I can even cover my ears or my back of my neck really quick I and mean, I don't get burnt. And yeah, it works. And in, in the winters here too. Yeah. But I do notice that you'll use the same jar. So I think you usually like the jar, which is the ultra facial moisturizer with SPF 30. Right now you have the fuel thing, the other one. Yeah, I prefer the jar one, but yeah, I, I ran super out. for moisturizing. Yeah. But... I do notice that it lasts you like six months. So are you really using it every day? How uh, much are you using? Like I forget. A maybe, at, amount? maybe at night I don't use it. Yeah. Mostly in the morning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't use a lot. Okay. Well, you should probably use a little more. <laughs> 
And so do you put on any moisturizer at night? Do you wash your face at night? I don't even know. Yeah, no, I wash my face. I like exfoliators that you bring home. This guy's a fool for exfoliators. And especially ones that smell nice. Like there's this mint green or oh, mint tea one. That, the one you're using now? Yeah. That's the Rene Rouleau. Rene Rouleau Mint. Renewal. Renewal cleanser. Yeah, we got yeah. it out so we catch the name. This yeah. is what he's using right now. This is what I'm using right now. And I like it. And anything with an exfoliation and anything that doesn't smell perfumey. Yeah. That smells fresh. Yeah. You know, I like it. He's into it. I'm into it. Another really good one that I had out was Youth to the People Kale and Green Tea Spinach Vitamins Superfood Cleanser. Yes. I, I never read that whole thing before, but <laughs> <laughs> I just find it refreshing when I wash yeah, my face. Yeah, right? and it smells good. And it smells good. It's not perfumey or anything. It's just it's not drying. And it's not drying. That's what's good yeah. about that one. Okay, so that's a favorite as well, but I feel like you would always go for an exfoliating cleanser over a regular one. Yeah, any day. Why? Just because you feel like it gets between your beard you've got going? Or is it because <laughs> you just feel like you're not clean unless you get a scrub? It just feels like you're getting a cleaner, you know? Yeah. Like, and it, yeah, it doesn't feel glossy. Like I'm a guy. I don't you know like to have anything left on there. Right? Yeah. Okay. I get that. And what about you're kind of obsessed with a shampoo? I know. And there's lately. not that much left. So I've been yeah. skinny on it. Okay. What is it? What's this guy called? The uh, scap, scalp revival. So the charcoal shampoo, yeah. I call it. So it, it says micro exfoliating. So it's like, a, it, it's charcoal-y. It smells kind of, you know, a little bit minty, I would say. Yeah. And it just, you know, it, it just does. feels like it's cleaning your hair and it, it's just refreshing. Yeah. It's like the most refreshing shampoo I've ever like recently, this is probably the most recent best product that I've ever, yeah. that I've tried. I totally agree. And you have a bit of dandruff, right? Yeah, I always used Head and Shoulders. Yeah, and you know, with this, I no no flakes. Okay, so our son Ryan has had for the past several months, uh, especially since the winter started, dry scalp. It's more than dry scalp. He's got like cradle cap. And Kevin didn't believe me that that's what it was. But I looked it up and Kev, look at this. This is seboric okay, yeah. dermatitis of okay, the that's scalp. Exactly what that's exactly what he yeah. had. And this is, I read about it and it's actually a form of eczema. Oh. Which would make sense because he's had eczema in the yeah. past on yeah. different areas of his body. Now, recently, we basically completely got rid of it. Yep. And Kevin says... In about a week and a half. Yeah. And he had it all. It was thick. It was like if I ran... The thing about it, you guys, is that you don't think about this, but he's eight years old and he's got long hair on the top and it's short on the sides and he takes showers by himself now. So I'm not in there washing his hair. So for a long time, I didn't even know it was happening. And then I just happened to run my fingers in his scalp. Like you can't see it. And it was all bumpy and like lumpy. It was crazy. It's not just dandruff. And so Kevin swears. Okay. What was your solution? I started combing his hair mm -hmm. like before he showered and then gave him this shampoo, which he really liked using. And that's why it's gone so thin because I think he used a lot. He actually said he spilt some in the shower. Oh, that's it funny. fell off the ledge. Oh, the little guy. It's like gold. <laughs> I yeah. gotta take it away from him. But it's really, it's gone. It's a combination yeah. of brushing his scalp and him using the shampoo in the shower. Yeah. And it's completely gone. Exactly. So again, that you take this for granted, but it's like, I didn't brush his hair. 
he's a, like he's a little dude and he's got he doesn't have long hair so it didn't need to be brushed. So Kevin started brushing it regularly, but I think that this charcoal and coconut oil micro exfoliating shampoo actually loosened it and Ryan swears it did too. He swears it was the shampoo and Kevin Not swears it was brushing. the brushing. <laughs> I think that we can like surmise that it was both things combined. Now, the tricky thing is I feel like we get so much products for free, but we might actually have to buy this again. Guess how much it is. Oh my God, I'm nervous. How much do you think it is? How much would you pay for it? <clears throat> for that tub? $20. More. 40 More. Um, 60 $54. $54 for shampoo? Canadian, oh, yeah. man. I might have to buy it, though. It's, I'm not, I'm not letting him use it unless his cradle cap comes back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we talked about that because that was a huge game changer in this house. And we've never talked about that product before. The other product that I noticed you really love and I do want to give a shout out to is, do you remember, because you don't use Irish Spring anymore. Nope. So what's the line of bar soaps? Oh my you remember? God. It was that black one, the charcoaly one too. With the bits in it? Yeah, okay. with the bits in it. So I looked at, I do know what that is. It's the brand is called Shea Moisture. Oh. And it's the African black soap with Shea butter. Yeah, love that one, but I can't find it. Yeah, in the stores you mean? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to find it for you. But that is a soap that's actually supposed to be designed for what they call troubled skin. Like, but it, so it is clarifying. It has like oats and aloe to moisturize and it's meant to comfort like irritated skin. And it's also supposed to help with blemishes and eczema and all of that stuff. So, but I think again, what you loved about it was it had like little bits. And yeah. Exfoliating. In it. Yes. It felt like yeah. it was cleaning and it, yeah. You know what? Come to think of it, it, it really helped with dry skin as well. You yeah. Know Ryan would, would love it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Shout out to Shea Moisture. No more Irish Spring. And so why do you hate, you hate body washes. Like you would oh, not. Yeah. No. Why? I don't know. It just doesn't feel like you're getting clean and I feel like I'm wasting so much of it. Yeah. Know? Okay. It's just, it, it's not as easy to use and some of them stick on your body and make it feel like, Yeah. you know. I have a question for you. Do you use eye cream? You've tried to get me to use it, but I just... I'm not. It's an extra step that you won't do, right? It's an right? extra step, yeah. Eye creams, it's a kind of a topic of debate around here at Breaking Beauty whether eye creams are actually necessary or not because you could just put your moisturizer all the way up to your eyes and call it a day. But I actually think that you should be using eye cream because you have very thin skin around your eyes, like thinner than anyone I've ever met. Even when I first met you, when you were like in your early 20s, you had these like little fine lines. Like it's so crepey, you can almost see through the skin there. And so I do think you need a lot of extra moisture and protection. Hmm. I think you should be using eye cream. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I think I have a Kiehl's one that you gave me, but I don't know if it's, do they expire? Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> I think you've had that for a couple of years. Time to yeah, go. I'll need a new one then. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. What do you want for Valentine's Day? Am I allowed to say on here? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Oh, wow. That's for free. So that's cheap. But yeah, that's a gift where you're getting the real talk today. <laughs> well, normally don't we buy something for the house on Valentine's Day? 
we have, this has started to become our new ritual because it's just, we're not going to go buy each other like another, you know, gift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm always game to do that. Well, I think we're going to wind it down. Who do you think should be the next guest on Breaking Beauty Podcast? Kevin. Ooh. Your Rocco. Any chance you can get Wayne Gretzky on here? (laughs) (laughs) Or Connor McDavid? Okay, well, we'll give that some thought, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for that. I hope that everybody got some great Valentine's gift ideas. If you do want to gift your significant other some grooming products this holiday, well, that's it. I think everybody probably loved meeting you, Kevers. Thanks thanks for having me, Carlene. I don't like the sound of my voice always. And... um, so I don't know if I'll actually listen to this because, you know, <laughs> but it was relatively painless for me. So thank you for, for having me. Okay. Well, if people <laughs> like it, we'll have you back. I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll have you back. Okay. Okay. Let me know how many hits I get. Okay. <laughs> love you, babe. Okay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. Bye.